Hello people of God, my name is Ralph up here and welcome to the Spirit Life Podcast. Today I'm going to speak on a topic I've entitled Aligning to His Will, Aligning to His Will and I pray that at the end of this word you're going to be replenished, you're going to be enlightened by the word of the Lord, you're going to receive enlightenment understanding of what the will of god is and why you need to know the will of god for you concerning your life so i pray that at the end of the day everything is going to be well with you i pray that at the end of this message those who need healing will receive healing those who are disturbed in their spirits will be healed in their spirit those who need the peace of god will receive the peace of god in the name of jesus i pray amen let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people father we pray holy spirit take over your people whoever listens to this podcast whoever is listening to this podcast we pray in the name of jesus that enter their homes holy spirit fill their hearts fill their minds and give them wisdom give them understanding whoever is disturbed about a decision to make father let this message bring clarity in their spirit in the name of jesus we pray amen okay so god bless you so much for joining today's podcast our opening scripture for today is matthew chapter 6 the verse 10 the bible says that i'm gonna read from the verse 9 it says that this death is how you should pray he said our father in heaven hallowed be your name the verse 10 says that your kingdom come and your will be done as it on earth as it is in heaven your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven now this is the emphasis i'm going to base on matthew chapter 6 the verse i'm going to base on the emphasis on your will be done now when you look at the word your will your will in uh, in, in, in in the greek uh, in the hebrew language uh in the greek language sorry you understand that it is telema now which actually means that the will it actually means uh, the will another word for the will there is telema t-h-e-l-e apostle a sign on top m-a which actually means your wishes your desires okay so when when they say your will it actually means that your wishes your desires your choices that is what we the will the word will there actually means and 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 the, the bible jesus was making them understand that this is how they should pray that in their praying when they pray they should say that father let your kingdom come and the thing they have to understand is let your will be done so he was making them understand that there was a will of god that needs to be done and, and, and he was making them understand that there's a will of god and that there's a will of man so in this prayer he was telling them they should say that his will be done on earth as it is already in heaven meaning that there is a god given will there is a will god has already established in heaven that needs to be established on earth for you to see the full manifestation so in your prayer you have to pray that god should let that will that he has for you concerning your destiny that has already been established in the heavenlies to be established there on earth for you to experience it physically now i want you to understand there are two types of god's will i want to enlighten for you today there are two types of god's will there are two types of god's will number one is god's will of decree or we can say the sovereign will of god 
the sovereign will of God. We can say the sovereign will of God. Now, with this sovereign will of God, it cannot be tempered with. As far as God has said it, it's going to come to pass. When we say the God's will of decree or the sovereign will of God, it doesn't need you to obey. It doesn't need you to, to say something for it to happen. It doesn't need for you to believe for it to happen. It is God's sovereign will. It is God's will of decree. He has said it and he will do it. It is something that it is there and it's going to happen. That is the number one type of God's uh, will of decree or let's say the sovereign will of God. Let's read Matthew chapter 26 verse 39. I want you to understand sovereign will of god and 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 what what it means for god's will of decree that when he says it you have no option whether you obey it or not it will come to pass matthew chapter 26 the verse 39 the verse 39 the bible says that going a little further he fell with his face to the ground now this is jesus when he was about to be arrested and be crucified the bible says that he fell on with his face to the ground and prayed my father if it is possible may this cup be taken from me yet not as i will but as you will so he said that not his own will not his own wishes not his own desires but at that instant he knew that it is the sovereign will of god for him to die on the cross for mankind to be saved so the only way the only prayer he prayed was like nevertheless yet not my own will but your own will meaning that there is a sovereign will of god there is a will that god has already decreed in heaven that jesus needs to die for mankind to be returned back to him so at that point the flesh of jesus he was scared at that point but his prayer was not that he he he, he his will although he was saying that he, in his prayer he realized that he was saying that if it is possible jesus god to take that cup that has been established in heaven that he has to die for mankind to be saved from his mouth but he said that no nevertheless not as his own will so jesus will was at that point because of fear and because of or, 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 or he was tired and because he was tired and 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 he was worn out his will at that instant was to was for god's uh, was for god to take that cup for him from his mouth because at, the, at that instance fear gripped him he was tired he was worn out he knew he was about to be rest, arrested and crucified that was the establishment in heaven but he said that what although it is my will for the cup to if it is possible for that cup to be taken away from me but not the less not my will by your will meaning that it has already been established in heaven so it was it is god's sovereign will for 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 mankind for jesus to die on the cross so jesus at that point realized that no even though i am tired nevertheless it is the will of god for mankind to be saved through me so nevertheless not my own will but the will of god hallelujah all right so i'm going to read acts chapter 4 the book of acts Oh Jesus, the book of Acts chapter 4, the verse 27 to 28. 
the bible says that indeed herod and pontius pilate met together with the gentiles and the people of israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant jesus whom you anointed the verse 28 says that listen carefully the verse 28 it says that they did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen <laughs> let me read it again verse 27 to 28 it says that indeed herod and pontius pilate met together with the gentiles and the people of israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant jesus who you anointed verse 28 it says that they did this what they did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen so even herod and pontius pilate were part of the will of god that they needed to conspire against jesus for him to be arrested and crucified so this is an example of the sovereign will of god that pontius pilate and herod they had no option but to betray jesus they had no option but to crucify jesus they had no option but to conspire against jesus because that was the sovereign will of god because there was an end point to the will of god and that end point was for jesus to come and save mankind from sin and from all iniquities so jesus needed to die and on for jesus to die he needed to Herod and pontius pilate needed to connive and to conspire against him so that he will be arrested so that he will be arrested crucified for the will of god to be established so this this I, I i'm i'm just reading these scriptures for you to understand where i am coming from so that you know you, you know that i'm not talking about uh i'm not saying this from my head but i'm making you understand that in scripture there are two types of the will of god and this is the number one will of god i'm making you understand the will the sovereign will of god so this sovereign will of god it makes you understand that no matter what you do as far as god has said it that it must happen it will happen no matter what you do as far as god has said it it will happen if only if only he guy uh, if only sarah knew that uh, 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 god was going to give abraham a child in her old age she wouldn't have made Hagar sleep with abraham Genesis chapter 16, Sarai gave her servant Hagar to Abraham to have sex with and to get pregnant for Abraham because at that point her flesh took over. If only Sarai knew the sovereign will of God that at the age of 80 she would get pregnant, she wouldn't have given Hagar to her husband Abraham to have sex with because she didn't know the will of God because she wasn't alive line to the will of god because she didn't know the sovereign will of god so at that point even when the angel was saying that 
Sarah would get pregnant at that age, in her heart she laughed. She doubted. She didn't believe. But God didn't need her to believe because it was part of his plan for Abraham that he would give birth at an old age. So at that point, it was part of his sovereign will for Sarah to give birth at that age. So even the servant she gave to Abraham to sleep with Haggai, Haggai was mocking Sarah you see so you see sarah went ahead of god's sovereign plan for her life and at the end of it all she was regretting so she told abraham to sack a guy from their house because he he guy started to despise sarah the person who gave you to her husband this is the sovereign will of god Isaiah chapter 53 the verse 10 the bible says that yet it was the lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer and though the lord makes his life an offering for sin he will see his offspring and prolong his days and the will of the lord will prosper in his heart so 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 Isaiah the book of Isaiah is making you understand that it was God's will for Jesus to to suffer it was God's will for Jesus to be beaten it was God's will sovereign will for Jesus to be arrested and be crucified why so that he will be made as an offering for our sin so he made his life as an offering for our own sins so jesus it was the sovereign will of god for jesus to be arrested for jesus to be crucified for our sins to be to be to to, to, to as an offering for our sins so jesus's life for as an offering for our sins the sovereign will of god the sovereign will of god if only you know what God has for you. If only you will align to the will of God. Ah, yakata bashada bahata. First Peter chapter three, the verse seventeen. First Peter chapter three, the verse seventeen. The Bible says that for it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good things than for doing evil he said it is better if it is god's will to suffer for doing good things than for doing evil so peter at that point understood the essence of the will of god because he knew that at the end of it all the will of god it's it is sovereign and it is the best thing you can ever be experience in this life so he said it is better to suffer in doing good things as far as it is the will of god he will suffer he will suffer he's doing good things but if it is the will of god when he's suffering he doesn't care because it is the will of god ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 the bible says that in him we were all so chosen having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will (laughs) is that in him we were also chosen so this is 
the he's speaking about our righteousness in christ jesus and he was making them understand that in christ jesus the spiritual blessings that we receive in christ he was making them understand paul was making them understand that he said that he was speaking to the people of ephesus and he said that in him in god in christ we were also chosen and we were predestined according to his plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will so anything that god or jesus does is in conformity with the purpose of his will so for you to experience christ and the righteousness of god you have to walk in conformity with the purpose of god's will this is Paul speaking to the people of Ephesus. So you need to conform to the purpose of God's will for you to experience the spiritual blessings in Christ. So in Christ, you can be born again. You, can, you would have received Christ. That is the beginning. You have, been, you have been initiated into Christ. You have been chosen by Christ. But according to the plan of him, you have to, everything would work out when you are in conformity in the, in the purpose of his will. So there is a sovereign will of God that you need to be in conformity with. There is a purpose, there is a will, there is a sovereign will, there is a a will of decree that God has set in the heavens already. That is why he told them that when they pray, say that our Father who art in heaven, our Lord be your name, thy kingdom come. And he said that your will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. So there is a will that has already been predestined and established when you came in Christ Jesus that you need to extend to experience and you will experience it when you are in conformity according to that will that has already been established in the heavens so for you to be experienced that will you need to be in conformity with that purpose and that will for you to experience it physically on earth that's why he said when you pray pray our father let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so the sovereign will of god controls all things it cannot be broken it will always come to pass even if you go around and around you will come back to the sovereign will of god that's why i used an example of sarah and abraham that sarah went ahead of the will of god and she made Abraham lay with Haggai. And that same woman she gave to her husband, that woman decided to despise her. But at the end of the day, that woman that she thought was doing good for her, her, her own family so that her husband can get a child, that woman that she thought was the best for her husband, that will that she had for her own house, so she decided to do her own will. She, she, she was not aligned to God's will. So because of that, she went ahead of God. And at the end of the day, she was experiencing the spice from that woman that she gave to her husband she was in tears she was in sorrow because that woman was despising her that's who that woman was 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 what being rude to her that woman in in sarah's own house was talking to her anyhow a servant in her own house now talks to her like the madame 
Because she didn't know the will of God. Even though Sarah went ahead of God, even though she loved when the angel told her she would give birth to her son, God had a sovereign will. He didn't need Sarah to even believe. He didn't need Sarah to even believe. It came to pass. Now the second will I'm going to speak about is God's will of command. God's will of command. Now in this will of God, it can be disobeyed. You can disobey this will and, and, and it will not come to pass. It needs you to obey for it to come to pass that is so it is god's command for you to obey for you to experience that particular will let me give you an example matthew chapter 7 the verse 21 matthew chapter 7 the verse 21 uh, this is what scripture says scripture says that not everyone now this is one of god's will of command that you need to obey for you to experience that will of command he said that not everyone who says to me lord lord would enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of the father who is in heaven so this is what he's saying that you need to obey the will of god that is in heaven you need to do the will of god that is in heaven otherwise you will not enter the kingdom of god this is God's will of command. So Jesus was making them understand that it is not everybody that will come and say, Lord, Lord. It's not everybody that calls God and calls the name of God. It's not everybody that says Jesus. It's not everybody that talks about God that will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the person that will do the will of God in heaven. So he's not looking at you preaching so much and being all on fire every day preaching the gospel. He's also looking at you obeying his will, going according to his will, working in his will, established in his will. Not not, not when you are preaching to people and you go back to their house and you are doing the opposite of what you are preaching. He said, the person who entered the kingdom of God is not the one who will say, Lord, Lord. It's not the one who will come and show people that he can preach. It's not the one that is healing the sick every day. But it is the one who is doing the will of the Father. On the day of judgment, many people in the church will be surprised. Yakata <laughs> Masutehebe. Many people in the church will be surprised. Because we were working in our own will. We thought we were pleasing God, but in, 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 we were pleasing our own selves. We thought we were pleasing the Father. We thought we were pleasing people. We thought we were pleasing the church. But we forgot that there was a will of the Father that we need to obey. That we need to do in order to enter the kingdom. Many will get to the heavens and they will be told that they don't deserve to enter into the kingdom. Depart from me. That is what they will receive. God will say, away from me you evildoers. (laughs) He said, I never knew you. 
I like that verse 23. He says that, then I will tell them plainly. I think let me read the whole scripture for you to understand. He says that, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who will do the will of the Father, of my Father who is in heaven. He said, many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name, we drive out demons. And in your name, we perform many miracles. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So there are many that are doing church, but they are not doing the will of the Father. Listen, we have to come to the point where we are aligned to the will of God. That we are doing the will of the Father. This is God's will of command. Until you do the will of the Father in heaven, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. He said, he will tell you, I never knew you. Depart from me. So it's not about the prophesying. It's not about the going into the world and preaching the gospel that you are not personally obeying. You will preach the gospel to people. They will be saved and they will experience the the renewing of their mind and, and, and they will experience the righteousness of God and they will experience the new spirit's life and they will go and they will enter into the kingdom of God but you will come back to their house and because of your heavy heart and your life that you are not doing the will of the father in heaven you will miss it so you save the soul but you are not personally saved in your soul there is a God's will of command the end is coming the end is coming the end is coming the end is coming you wouldn't want God to tell you I would I never knew you you wouldn't want God to say away from me you evildoers you wouldn't want God to tell you that I never knew you you wouldn't want God to say that you wouldn't want God to look at you and say, you were just playing church. You wouldn't want God to look at you and say, you were just playing church. You were just being part of the church. You were just being in the choir, but I never knew you. How painful will it be when you were sponsoring all the church programs? When you were always the one, the first person to be at a church program, that you never missed any program in church. <laughs> but Jesus will tell you, I never knew you. I never knew you. I never knew you. Are you doing the will of the Father in heaven? Is it about what people see in church? Is that about what people are saying that you are so established? Is that about the praises of men? Is it about how you want to prophesy for people to know you are also part of them? How is your secret life? Are you obeying the will of God? Are you walking in the will of God? Are you, are you, are you, does, does God know you? Does Jesus know you? Or you are just walking in church? Or you are just going for missions like everybody else. But you come back home and you have a secret life full of sin. 
The end is coming. The end is coming. There are many people that are preaching so powerfully in the church, but full of secret sins, full of secret sins, full of adultery, full of fornication, full of masturbation, full of watching pornography, full of even converting people's wife in the church, people's husbands in the church, gossiping betraying each other stabbing each other in the back wanting their pastors out of the way people ah, 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 greed greed so much greed and selfishness in the church whose church has more members what has the church turned into who has gone far in ministry who is more anointed at the end of the day who has more business who has more businesses now this is the the talk of the day of in this generation i am now the ceo of this i am the ceo of that i am in dubai i am in paris i am in us and you are so much attracted to these things but you forget that there is a god that gave you the breath of life and that same god we just a twinkle of an eye can take that breath out of your mouth out of your nostrils out of your lungs have you ever asked how much oxygen is in the hospital have you ever asked how much oxygen is in the hospital have you ever heard somebody who was so rich but because of sicknesses all their money have been channeled into hospital bills <laughs> There was a will of God. There is a, a, a will of God that we need to obey. The end is coming. The end is coming. Go back to the secret place. Let God expose the secret things in your life. Go back to that secret place. Go back to that place for God to expose the secret things of your life. Oh Jesus Thank you Holy Spirit First Thessalonians chapter 4 the verse 3 to 4 An example of God's will of command First Thessalonians chapter 4 the verse 3 to 4 the Bible says that it is God's will listen Is that it is God's will that you should be sanctified that you should avoid sexual immorality that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God Now listen to what he said. He said that the Lord will punish all those who commit such sins. For God did not call us to impure but to live to be impure but to live a holy life. He said you should avoid sexual immorality. 
you should be sanctified that is the will of god for you that you should learn to control your own body so it's it's not about god inter- you have to learn to control your own body it is the will of god for you to be sanctified it is the will of god for you to avoid sexual immorality it is for the will of god for you not to be impassionate last in this generation it has become so normal <laughs> uh, even in the church now people enter relationships and it is just full of sex every time every day every weekend they just visit each other and have sex every time they come out and they don't even feel guilty anymore there are people that were so much on fire for god but now it's all about the sex they come back and they don't even pray anymore you can't pray because you are so much in guilt listen i I didn't come to judge you but i came to make you understand that it is the will of god it is one of god's will of command for you to be sanctified and that you should avoid sexual immorality and that you should learn to control your own body learn to control your flesh learn to not be impassionate last because god will punish you god will punish you he didn't call you to be impure he called you to live a holy life beloved this is god's will of command for our lives the end is coming there there is a will of god for you to to obey the end is coming stop following generations stop following the crowd now people cannot say freely that they are virgins anymore in this generation when you say you are a virgin it is one of the biggest taboo you can ever talk about so people are so pressured that they want to break their own virginities oh god mercy oh god mercy oh god mercy oh god mercy oh god people enter marriages and they are just full of past desires for their partners because is that this sin that you commit you commit you to your bodies and you become one in flesh when you have sex first thessalonians chapter 5 the verse 18 the bible says that rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus so he says that rejoice always every time every day every moment rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances because that is god's will of command 
so in everything you do every day so it is the will of god for you to be praying every day it is the will of god for you to be rejoicing every day it is god's will for you to be thanking him for in every circumstances in christ jesus that is his will for you that is his will for you that is his will for you Oh Jesus, kada bada bada bada. Ayanda luske devedi kadus. Amanda ni anamazude hete. Kada badi manuske nene 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 masiara. Now, how do you discern and know the will of God concerning your life? How do you? Descend and know that this is the will of God for your life. Romans chapter 12, the verse 2, the Bible says that do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I read again. He said, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. If you want to know and discern the will of God, you shouldn't conform to the patterns of this world. You have to be in conformity with the purpose of God's will. He said, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Not the patterns of this world. Not the patterns of this world. But be transformed he said by be transformed by the renewing of your mind and then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will oh Jesus Ah ya bada 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 bada. no no mosianda has. Kadebanianda masunde lebehetis. Ah, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Oh, zamana na masudehete. Pali mananda kodoboho shada bada bada bada. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Oh Jesus. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Ah, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Yakata paliakatus. Manda nanamazunemeneme. Ayanda luza de vadianda katayas. Second Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3, the verse 16 to 17. Second Timothy chapter 3, the verse 16 to 17. He said that all scripture is God breathed. And is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, 
and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. How can you renew your mind? You can renew your mind by equipping yourself with the word of God. He said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. It is by renewing your mind. How do you renew your mind? You renew your mind by experiencing and using the scripture. That is God-breathed. That is useful for teaching. That is useful for rebuking. Because it is what? It is going to help you to be equipped. John 1 1 he said that the word that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word is God 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 when you renew your mind with God himself when you renew your mind with the God breathed scriptures when you renew your mind in Christ Jesus you experience what God has for you Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Renew your mind with scriptures. Renew your mind with the word of the Lord. Every day, every moment, when you know the word of God and you don't conform to the patterns of this world and you are aligned to the will, oh Jesus, renew your mind. When you renew your mind, when you are transformed by renewing your mind and equipping yourself with the word of Elohim, the spirit's life, the spirit's life, <laughs> it is a life we need to live. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Time is fast spent. aligning to his will let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word we thank you for speaking to our hearts lord we ask for forgiveness of every sin anybody that is struggling with addiction pornography masturbation Fornication, Father, I pray that let them receive deliverance now in the name of Jesus. Let every chain of fornication, adultery, of masturbation, pornography, of any other sin that they are addicted in alcoholism, let them be broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That they will learn to control their own bodies and be out of this life in the name of Jesus that they will be transformed by the renewing of their mind that they will not be conformed to the patterns of this world in the mighty name of Jesus Father we thank you we bless your name we give you all the glory Amen God bless you so much for joining today's edition of the Spirit Life Podcast will come your way same time next week. Bye-bye.